You're listening to the Swap Mono Live podcast show brought to you by our friends at OGO. OGO has been around for three decades, but it was in 2001 that the brand forever changed the way we think about gear bags. With never seen before features like specific storage compartments for your boots, helmets, gear, and more, the OGO 9800 is the most popular gear bag in motocross. Visit ogeopowersports.com. Hey, you're listening to the Swap Moto Live podcast presented by Ogeo. I'm Don Maeda, and I am at Fox Raceway with KTM North America's David O'Connor, who has uh, delivered us today a 2019 and a half KTM 450 SXF Factory Edition. So, David, it's a exciting new bike. Um, it's been several years since the Factory Edition came out. Um, would you say that this year's theme is more about some small improvements and refinement as last year's was a big change, right? Yeah, so last year's model was a whole new bike, new frame, new engine, new bodywork. So everything was completely new, new redesigned bike. So this year, everybody's like expecting, oh yeah, okay, it'll be the same motorcycle. We came out with new triple clamps. We came out with engine updates and suspension updates. So a lot of lot of really good changes to the bike. Um, I'm sure everybody listens in and has a listen to um, Rich Taylor's review. You'll be quite surprised at the changes we've made to it for this year. Mm-hmm. So... Uh the factory edition initially was launched to help with the project Ryan Dungey to give him the most competitive bike the year that he did sign with the uh, the KTM factory. So you guys have kept that project alive, the the factory edition project, and it's been good for uh, for the race team because they basically get to race uh, homologated bikes that are actually from the future. <laughs> yeah. So originally, originally the model came out as like Don says, just to race the future so we can bring bring the motorcycle in, have 500 of them in the country, and it pretty much is next year's future bike. And then when we did that the first time to, to change for Ryan to do to do racing, we discovered it was a great selling motorcycle and people really loved the factory edition, the looks of it, and the, to be able to buy the future early. So it's a model we keep continuing on, and it's just a popular model. Like once it hits the dealers, people are like rushing there to get their hands on them. Yeah, I mean, I know that uh, aesthetically, it's 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 a wow bike, right? So it has the factory factory graphics, and you know what's funny is like it comes with Red Bull on the shrouds, and Red Bull, unlike some of the other energy drinks, they are really protective of their brand and their trademark. So I was shocked that the very first year that the bike came with Red Bull graphics, but so it's got the Red Bull graphics, which are like you know semi unobtainable. Um, and then the, the exhaust, the muffler, yep. and uh, this year it's got the upgraded wheels and the different triple clamps and the motor updates. So visually there's a lot there to uh, motivate a buyer on, this, on the showroom, but um, performance-wise too, there are gains for this year's factory edition. It's the, it's the engine stuff, I think is the biggest difference right yeah for sure so even even myself when we go all our bikes show up in the warehouse when we uncrate them the first time take them out of the box it's like 
damn, this is like a race bike straight out of the crate. When that that's what does it. Like so, when people go into the showroom, they're like, oh, is this one of um, Marvin Musquin's bikes on display? You're like, no, this is a production motor motorcycle yeah. for sale. It really has like the awesome looks, and like Don says, the Red Bull Red Bull graphics come with it. That's something like a lot of people who have like the regular production bike go to their dealer. Hey, I want to buy some of these. They're like, no, it's only for yeah. customers of factory editions. A lot of times you have to have a VIN number of the bike and give back your old plastics to yeah. get your hands on the Red Bull. Red Bull is definitely an exclusive um, graphics company. Anybody makes them and you're seen with them, they'll they'll be yeah, <laughs> some yeah, some problems happening. Yeah, there's there's yeah. Uh, graphics companies know not to even make them custom. Yes, for, exactly. For so e even like. Um, Decal Works, who make our, our race team graphics, like they they don't get to make the the replica ones and sell them. They do they do a copy of the bike, which looks really good without the Red Bull. And then just going back to the bike, yeah, for sure the engine changes. It it's just a lighter feeling feeling Revan bike. Like it definitely definitely made the bike a big improvement this year with the CP piston, the bushing in the Penkel rod, mm -hmm. and then the the top end um <clears throat> the, the, the finger followers yeah. yeah the rocker arms yeah so how does a stiffer rocker arm and a piston and a bushing equal a faster revving engine so everything was done the bushing and the rod was for for less um it was for friction so everything was designed to have less friction the piston itself um, it has box and box technology so the the skirts of the piston won't expand and then have drag on the cylinder wall oh, okay. and then the rocker arm itself is lightened the new coating so it's just um, a better material and just uh, more free revving engine okay so the mapping is the same it's just those internal changes. Yeah, so we have the internal changes, and then it comes with a slip-on muffler from Akropovic. So it definitely makes makes a big change Wait, to the from power. Akropovic? Akropovich. Akropovich. <laughs> <laughs> it, does Akropovich make the skid plate Me come too? from Europe, we call different names of... <laughs> yeah. Did, is that a Akropovich skid plate too? Is no, that, no. So it's a KTM hard part. It's the um, okay. carbon composite skid plate. Okay, yeah. so... I've taken a look through the KTM hard parts catalog before and just, you know, usually you look through like a manufacturer accessory line and it's like these lame golf umbrellas and yeah. and folding chairs and stuff. But you guys make a lot of sweet stuff for the bikes. No, we make a lot of stuff. So the, the wheels that come on the factory edition there are, are Power Parts factory race wheel. So that's something you can buy and put onto your production model too. The triple clamps will be available also. The front disc cover. The, um, orange anodized sprockets. A lot of parts that are on the factory edition can be bought as extras for your production model. Mm -hmm. So everything in it is is definitely like we're a ready to race company. So our parts are the same too to give you extra performance for your bike. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the triple clamps a little bit. I mean, uh, visually they're they're pretty stunning. They're the, the anodized orange, but they're split they're like the top and bottom. It looks like there's a groove in the middle. So. Um, the first time I've seen something like that was on the extra clamps, the repo revolutionary opposed clamping system. Remember the rocks clamps? Rocks. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's so, the name I was trying to think of. So, yeah. but uh, but so I understand that the design of the new clamp is to more evenly apply pressure to the fork tube and not so much uh, 
pressure that will ovalize it when tightened. Exactly. So the main the main reason of the design of the clamp is just for like most people don't use a torque wrench when they put their forks in and tighten their triple clamps. So the fork we didn't do it exactly to to do it like over tighten, but just if you were to go over tighten a little too much, you're going to have like the fork would bind up with a regular clamp. This one is designed for the ovalization of the fork. It's not going to crush it and then have like stiction issues with your inner tube and outer tube. Mm -hmm. The triple clamp itself then is it's an adjustable offset so there's a nut on the bottom it, its stock position is 22 millimeter and then it can ro rotate the stem and be a 20 millimeter offset mm -hmm. honestly i can't imagine wanting the bike to have better front end traction or cornering abilities yeah we always <laughs> get the comment it's a really good turning bike but maybe maybe we can go out again one day next week and then we can try the 20 millimeter and and see it for ourselves see what we think and and try it out and give feedback on on how it works how much time uh does it take to change that so i imagine move the front wheel move the forks front fender and then you front can remove fender. the nut underneath the triple clamps and then just do the stem a half a rotation and that'll change your offset yeah. so private skilled guy take under a half hour uh, I, I was doing it we, we did it already so probably about 20 minutes and maybe if you're not used to doing yeah. it half hour yeah, yeah. Cool. so it's, it's not that big of a job it's definitely something worth trying when you get a new factory edition play around see which 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 way you like it mm -hmm. okay so if you were to guess like they make 500 factory editions each year and they sell them all how many do you think end up being raced or are they like because because it, it's a little more expensive right yeah so the more affluent purchaser is going to buy them like so a lot of vet guys are going to buy them so myself i'm a vet racer so i'm always on the line I, i'm my weapon of choice is a 350 so i'm sitting on the line beside everybody who has factory editions yeah. and you're right it, it's definitely person who's doing like a little little later in life has their house almost paid off to yeah. afford like the expensive factory bike so this year like they don't even most people who have them last year would put aftermarket wheels on and do do some accessories this year it's really just ready to go the way it is so it's definitely like a vet guys have it a lot for vet racing and then factory pros pretty much i don't think they want to spend the extra money on it unless it's a new generation model so it's definitely more more the vet guy has the the bike yeah, yeah. okay so 500 of them uh have been brought in or 500 produced are these still like numbered like cause i remember the first year of the factory edition i had number 11 no so there's no before they used to have like number one of 500 number uh -huh. two of 500 so they're not numbered anymore other than your vin number okay so that was pretty cool to have that i'm not sure why it's not yeah. not numbered anymore it was definitely like a collector's item okay so all 500 have been sold to dealers already so they're all pre-booked go to different yeah so all, all the ones that we bring in the country the dealers have already purchased so they should be landing on dealer floors this week or, or next week depending on what part of the country you're in so definitely they're available within the next couple of weeks cool awesome and what is the uh what's the damage um eleven zero nine nine eleven thousand ninety nine dollars yes yeah it's, it's worth it's it, worth every penny <laughs> if you look at that motorcycle it's like your marvin musquin yeah <laughs> All right, David. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, and uh, we're going to go ride the thing now. For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the SWAT Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barsha, and myself, Adam Ciantrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. 
Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com to see their complete line of high-performance goggles. Hey, what's up, guys? Malcolm Stewart. This offseason, I've been training harder than ever getting ready for 2019, and I've been using Rhino Power supplements before, during, and after my training and has made a big difference, especially the motivation pills. Use Swap Moto as your discount code at checkout for 10% off your purchase, plus free shipping on rhinopower.com. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer, and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble, and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So, yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails. Or if you want to go a bit further, longer and faster, they, they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is, uh, yeah, everyone's given the double thumbs up on. So head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com. Check it out, guys. Hi, uh, I'm Mitch Payton from Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki team and uh, just want to give a shout out to the Throttle Syndicate. Um, it's a new name but it's the same company that's been around for uh, 30 years. We've been with them since the very beginning in 1991 and they're a big part of why our bikes always look the way they do. We're really proud to have them involved and hopefully they have a good year. Visit ThrottleSyndicate.com to view the full range of customizable graphic kits, gripper seat covers, sticker kits, and more. Use promo code SWATMOTOLIVE at checkout for a 20% discount off your order. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Okay, I'm joined by uh, actually my best friend Kyle Perner, who uh, who rode and raced our 2018 and a half KTM Factory Edition last year. So, uh, Kyle, you're out here at the uh, Paula Race Fox, Fox Raceway with us <laughs> and. Uh, so I would I would assume of all the test riders, you would be able to tell the biggest difference between last year's and this year's. So what are your first impressions of it? Ah, oh, gosh, first impression of the bike it's it's been it's great. Um, it's just overall handling is it has a really good feel. The engine feels a little more lively this year. Um, you know, coming off the I was riding the the, the factory edition, the eighteen and a half factory edition, and I felt that bike was a little better that for me than the nineteen. And so I felt like it, this 19 and a half has made a big jump forward and it's better than both the bikes. So the biggest difference for me, what I notice about the bike is, is the front end traction. I feel like the front wheel has great bite. Um, and I don't know if that has to do with the clamps or the different wheel, but it has, just has a really good feel and I'm liking it. Yeah, I, I, I did notice that, uh, <laughs> man, and those like little tight inside line ruts it has really good tip in there's like um the bike has a very predictable confidence inspiring feel as you're tipping it into the ruts uh and, and no matter how tight it was like there was that one straightaway yeah. out there with that really tight right um we almost came to a dead stop to get in the rut and the bike would just 
right, right in the rut. I even felt like sometimes when I came into the corner a little too hot and on maybe other model bikes or just on the bike I just got off the 18 and a half, I felt like I, ah, I'm going to miss the rut. Well, on this new bike, I hit the rut every time. I slid mm-hmm. right into it, dropped front wheel and hit the gas and it was, it was just awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I know that, you know, the traction was really good out here today, but still I felt like I could push this bike and, uh, I, I'm excited. I can't wait to ride it some more. So you spent most of the year last year with, uh, with the WP cone valve air kit suspension fork and track shock on the yep. back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I would, I would, that would lead me to assume that you're a little bit spoiled in the way you <laughs> expect the bike to handle, right? So what did you think about this just stock factory edition? Stock, I think they did a really good job with this revalve they just they just came up with for this model. It seems to have better holdup than last year. It's softer in the, I guess, in the initial part of the stroke or it has better bump absorption in the initial part of the stroke. So the small bump chatter doesn't seem as predominant as it has on the you know the past few bikes and as far as comfort i think it's it's been great i mean it just all around very well balanced there's not a lot of you know uh you know front and back you know it seems just to to have good hold up everywhere and and slide into the ruts turn good it jumps good it's just well balanced i'm liking it Mm -hmm. it's funny because we're jumping back and forth between the husky like i don't want to give too much away because little bit further down the line we're gonna do a little two bike shootout yeah but uh it was surprising to me how very different the two bikes felt they really do and uh when you ride them back to back you really can tell i mean people go oh same bike same bike well kind of but not really like when you ride them back to back you can really feel it totally so um so the 2019 450 xf sxf standard bike um Mm -hmm. i kind of it kind of lost a little favor with me this year at our shootout because of the new mapping and seemed to like slow down the engine. Not that slow because it's still a scary fast bike, but it slowed down the the build and the way it revved up and revved down. And it right. seemed like it had more internal friction or something and it, it made the bike feel heavier to me. Right. It made it feel, it didn't feel as lively, especially on the bottom. And it, yeah, it gave it an overall heavier feel. Um, and I think that just had a lot to do with, yeah, the, the mapping, what they mapped with. And then also the suspension on the 19 bike was not as good. Mm. So they changed the valving. And so that had a lot to do for me for handling, just didn't feel like the same bike. Yeah. And so I'm just, uh, I'm stoked that this, this new, uh, factory edition is, is so good. And they, they hit the mark pretty, pretty spot on, on the suspension. So, yeah. So the first thing I thought was like, did you guys remap it? Did you put last year's mapping in? And they said, no, it's the same mapping. So I know that there's always little parts that we always tend to discount, but little parts can make a big difference. So yeah. the, uh, the internal engine changes they made don't sound like a lot. It's like a stiffer valve rocker arm mm-hmm. um, and, a, and, a, and a better bearing in the wrist pin. But, mm-hmm. but uh, I can tell that the factory edition bike revs notif- noticeably freer mm-hmm. and quicker. Do yep, you agree? For sure. And in, you know, in both maps, they, they, both maps feel better, um, than the 19 standard version, um, quite a bit improved. I feel like map one, um, it's just got really good, you know, low end feel and, and good through the mid, maybe, maybe signs off a little bit earlier than map two. Um, I think map two is like, you know, Glen Helen, I think of fast tracks like that, mm-hmm. um, where I 
think is is really really good but uh yeah i'm interested to to try some different stuff i guess you can flip the the clamps around and make a 20 millimeter offset i can't imagine wanting to steer better right yeah i don't know so i maybe at like the super super tight tight track but (laughs) i don't know that we really have that here in socal so much but uh yeah it's interesting though that they they've come up with different things and they're thinking outside the box always stepping it up cool cool well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to riding this thing a lot more this year, as I know you are. So, uh, first impression, thumbs up from me, thumbs up from you? Thumbs up, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It'd be interesting to to get, get uh, ride these two factory editions back-to-back and see how they stack up. Yeah, a couple weeks from now. Yeah, sounds good. All right, thanks, Kyle. Thank you. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota of Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. I'm joined by a senior test rider, Rich Taylor, who's been with me since uh, 1997 at MX Racer, I believe, right? Yeah, at least. It's at been least. a long time. So we've been, uh, yeah. this is our third uh, media outlet together. This is our first Swap Moto Live test together. So, uh, you've ridden pretty much every bike ever made since the beginning of time. (laughs) (laughs) God, sure feels like it. Okay, so let's start off by talking about the the 19 standard KTM 450 that we were at the shootout. Um, So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, at the shootout, I had a real issue with it. You know, the, the year before, the year previous, I rated the KTM in the shootout as one of the top two bikes. I really, really liked it. I felt comfortable on it. The bike did pretty much everything pretty darn good. This past year, 2019 shootout, I was super disappointed. Like, I, you know, and I even talked to him. I'm like, is something wrong with this bike? Like, I just, I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Suspension settings were just off for me. Uh, motor settings were really off. Didn't matter what map I was in. I just didn't feel right. Um, they actually took the bike back and said, maybe something was something maybe wrong, but then I rode it again and I just was not comfortable on it. It was, it was, it actually was really strange to me that one year they didn't do that many changes to it and the bike could feel, they did do some different mapping, but the bike just felt so much different to me. I wasn't comfortable. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it just, it, that was the standard bike this year for me. It wasn't my favorite at all. Yeah, at all. did you think that it revved really slow? Because they changed the mapping for 19. Right, right. I thought, I thought that the, the slower revving engine made the bike feel heavy. Super heavy and, and non-responsive and just dead. Like, you know, I mean, I know a 450 is a 450 and none of us can really ride it to its full potential, but at the same time, when it's just dead and sluggish and it just and that's the way it felt to me it just i, I wasn't happy with it at all okay at so all. the factory edition you know some sometimes we're always waiting for them like oh what's different on them and when i right. saw the changes on paper i was like ah man they didn't change the mapping <laughs> i know i know <laughs> but so they did all these things in the engine the stiffer rocker arms and the different piston and the uh, 
bushing inside the wrist pin, right? Right, right. And they're all, it revs quicker, it revs quicker. And I'm like, dude, why didn't you just put last year's mapping in? But, dude, I got on the bike, and I was kind of like, oh, damn, it is better. For me, it was. <laughs> what did you think? No, absolutely. I, and it's funny you said that because the first thing I asked him, I'm like, you guys changed the mapping, right? And he's like, nope, same mapping. Like, <laughs> And he kind of said it kind of cocky and kind of confident, and I'm like, oh, all right. So yeah. here we go. Um but no, I, I felt the same thing. You know what? I was, uh, you know, I was super, super impressed. We're, we're out here at Fox Raceway. The track is gnarly. You know, it's, it's the real deal today. It's not just a Southern California choppy, fast, hard packed track. Like, you know, we've had a lot of rain out here mm. the last couple of weeks. It's actually got some real dirt, um, ruts, big old braking bumps. It, it reminded me of being back in, you know, Pennsylvania or Maryland or back in, you know, right racing the nationals again, back when, you know, the tracks are, are this deep and, and they get rough and gnarly. That's what it's like today. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a whole different ball game. So basically the bike really impressed you then. You know, I, I got to be careful when I just come out and say that the bike was so badass <laughs> yeah. because, you know, I, it, it, I did just jump on it. Um, I've been riding another brand for the last, you know, few weeks. Um, but I was impressed, you know, at the same time, um, I've been doing this long enough that I know when I get on a bike and I feel comfortable, that's that's half the battle right yeah. there. You feel comfortable and and not just feeling comfortable with the ergonomics or whatever, but it's the whole package, the engine, the suspension, just everything. Um, when you're comfortable, you, you can, you can, you can go good. You yeah. Know? So did you, did you jump on my, the Husky today at all? No. Okay. So Sorry. I started the day on the Husky Yeah. and I got on the KTM and there is, I don't want to talk too much about it cause we're, I'm planning to do a two bike shootout a little bit later on, but dude, there's a big difference between the two. Um, just like on, on the standard editions, but I'm really pumped on the KTM. It, uh, it, the, the engine revved much quicker, gave the bike a lighter feel to me. The bike has like unreal front end traction, good tip in and corners gave me a lot of confidence going into the ruts and stuff. Um, I was pumped on it. Yeah, you know, you, you hit it on the head. Like, just the motor just has a more of a free feel to it. It's got the response, but it's it, it doesn't have that tight feel where it's like, you know, you gas in it, rot, and then just engine brake, rot, engine brake. It's not like that. It's got more of a free sort of almost an old two-stroke feel to it, but it, but it revs, um, and it's got that response, which, you know, again, going back to the whole mapping, it's the same mapping apparently. Yeah. Um, just these changes with the piston and, and the, and the rocker arms and things just uh, made the package pretty fun to ride. Yeah. It's a pretty cool, cool situation on the thing for sure. For sure. Hey, so that triple clamp now has a, a reversible stem. So we're riding with a 22 offset and you can change it to a 20 offset. <laughs> when would you see a 20 working better i mean we had, we didn't try it today we're going to definitely try it next week with the guys but uh dude I, I i can't imagine wanting it to turn better i think it would have to sacrifice some high speed um you know that part of the triple clamp is actually super cool like being able to dial it in and having a different offset offset 
is a massive thing that people, normal people probably don't know about. Um, I've done so much testing with offset. It's ridiculous. I, you know, a lot of people that are listening to this know I've tested for multiple companies for my whole life, basically. Um, and offset is one of the, the huge things when it comes down to the end of the test and you're, and you've got a frame that you like, you you start changing offset to make it turn better, to make it just do things better. Um, and there's, you know, people that know about offset, you're basically bringing the front of the bike in or out. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, a, a half a degree, a half a millimeter is huge. Um, so going to a 20, you know, believe it or not, it'll actually put a lot more weight on the front tire, mm-hmm. make it stick a little bit better in the corners. The way the track is today, again, we didn't test it. So we have to be careful about what we're saying, but I wouldn't see it working good on a deep track like today, big braking bumps, big ruts, but on a slippery track, on a supercross track, on a milestone type track, um, that tighter offset absolutely mm you know, could work. And, and just real quick, don't be fooled either. A lot of people think, Oh, if you put a tight offset on a bike, it's going to get super bad head shake. Mm -hmm. That's, that's not necessarily true. A lot of times head shake comes from the front end being light, accelerating hard when there's not a lot of weight on the front end Mm will make the thing real twitchy and and head shaky, but it's something you have to test as well. It's, you know, every bike's different. Cool. (laughs) You know, what's funny is, uh, KTM, the KTMs come with two throttle cams. There's a standard one and a quick one. I just found out that these guys from KTM and Husky, they always just automatically put the quick one in for us. All right, so the last moto I went out, I'm going to put the, put the standard one in. And for me, you know, my level of riding, I preferred it so much more. Did you? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm thinking back, like, granted, the mapping affected it at the shootout, but, like, if we'd had the standard in, I might have liked the bike more. Really? But, like... Because right now, with the quick throttle cam in, it's so sensitive, and, it, and you crack the throttle a little, and it goes. I'm scared to mat it down the straightaways, you know, because it's like, what is this thing going to do? I'm going to loop out. <laughs> but with the standard cam in, it was far less intimidating, and it allowed me to have a little more fun and and ride more aggressively. Who knows? I mean, I could be faster with the other one in because I have to ride it with way more respect, and I'm smoother. But it's pretty cool that the bike comes with two throttle cams. That give it two distinct personalities. And, and, you know, again, I've done a lot of testing with throttle cams, and it's amazing, amazing how just a, a little bit of a different shape in the throttle cam, bigger or smaller, can make the whole engine feel like a different bike. Like, it, like it's no joke, man. Like, the bike can become much more smooth, much more easier character to ride with a, with a smaller cam, which is going to make you, you know, turn the throttle a little bit further, but it's also... If, if you don't have good throttle control, you all of a sudden have good throttle control. It just yeah. makes it that much easier and just makes the, the motor character feel a lot smoother. It actually changes it, yeah. And call me crazy, but with the standard cam in, I felt like the back end of the bike worked better in acceleration chop for me. You're not, yeah, well, absolutely. It's it's. It's like if you think about an old two-stroke and it's almost like a light switch where you're, you know, all of a sudden it hits and now you're in the high RPM. Well, it's sort of the same thing with a throttle cam. It eases into the higher RPM instead of just getting there super quick. Yeah. Obviously, high RPM, the thing's going to, your suspension high doesn't work tension. as well. Yeah, and, and you everything gets more harsh where if, if it's nice and smooth, you know, and so a lot of... A lot of dudes think, you know, if it doesn't hit hard, it doesn't have that big hit, the bike must be slow. Mm-hmm. Half the time you'll go twice as fast. Yeah. yeah. With the smoother power. Yep. 
Okay, so what are your thoughts of uh, the factory edition? Things like $11,099. Okay, like, uh, but it comes with, you know, the better the better working engine, the triple clamps, the wheel, and the pipe, right? But it comes with, like, Red Bull graphics. <laughs> <laughs> that's important. Okay, so you're... That's, that's a couple seconds. But you're, you're, you're a gnarly uh, racer dad now with two kids racing. Um what are your thoughts on that like the value of that bike like would you don't have to buy the pipe or you know it's stuff to get the suspension done because that's highly uh subject to personal preference right yeah well suspension again if we we're talking about a 450 come on man the, yeah. the motor's a 450 motor like if you're tomac maybe you need more um it's a 450 um you know, I think it's really cool, and I think if you have that kind of money to spend, absolutely, let's get one. Yeah. Um, for the average guy, I, I got to be honest, I don't think the changes they make most of the time are worth it. This year, you know, with the engine stuff they did, it definitely made the bike a little bit better. But can you spend a little bit of money and and buy a pipe and liven up the uh, the stock motor can you you know yeah, take the can yeah. you have it remapped with 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 a company and and liven it up for a little bit more money i'd have to say probably so and you hit it right on the head as far as the suspension goes i like the suspension today i think mm-hmm. it worked pretty good but you give me a couple days on it it's going to start breaking in i'm going to start going a little bit faster on this track i'm absolutely going to have to have it changed for yeah. me yeah. so uh, yeah, suspension is so personal, and and the components I think are pretty much exactly the same. Um, pipe wise, it does have a a bolt on pipe, I think, right? It's just yeah, it's a, a muffler. So you know, again, um, you're gonna if you're racing at a top level, you're probably gonna want a different pipe on it, anyways. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of thinking. I'm kind of thinking that the uh, the majority of these things are sold to vets who got a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, if you're a vet dude and you've got the money, you got to be better than the other vet dude out yeah. there. You yeah, got to at you, least look better. You wouldn't have to race on the starting line. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. You just got to look trick. You got to, yeah, absolutely. No, but I mean, this is a good bike too. Let's not, let's not devalue it at all. The, yeah. the thing is good. It's, it's, but you know, these bikes are expensive, but they're all expensive yeah. by the time you get them out the door. Definitely. Well, hey, man, I'm looking forward to riding this thing a little bit more, and I'm really looking forward to uh, getting a few of us together out and comparing the bikes back-to-back. I kind of have a hunch in my head how it's going to turn out, but uh, everybody likes something different, so we'll find out then. No, absolutely, and I think it's important. And, you know, SwapMotoLive.com, you can do this now, right? Out of the box, you can do what you want to do. Let's let's start comparing stuff and and doing some really cool stuff that people want to want to read about and watch heck yeah i think we need to do a a rich taylor podcast and just talk about all the crazy (laughs) shit through the years that we've done together or that you've seen (laughs) i gotta i'm gonna have to get my pre-numped renewed if we do that right (laughs) right on wait thanks rt for joining thanks for coming out and testing with me and uh guys thanks for listening i'll always be here thanks You've been listening to the Swap Moto Live podcast show presented by Ogio and hosted by my dad, Don Mera. Thanks for listening.